welcome to Pitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Slinger. That's right. I'm here. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, what are we doing today, Ben? We're... Uh, I think we're just going to go into some click pitch, because uh, we've been, you know, enjoying that lately. I think we're going to say right up front that uh, these next few episodes are going to be a little bit shorter than than usual. Yep. Um, we are working on something in the background, and we're just making these episodes just a little bit shorter, um, half an hour to 45 minutes, uh, just so that we've got time to work on some other things. That's right. We have some new projects and new ideas in the works. So, yes, uh, for the next few weeks, maybe even till episode 300, we will be running a little bit shorter than usual. Yes. Unofficial bit drizzles. Yes. Unofficial bit drizzles. You don't get the full storm. Yes. Okay, so Click Pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us on the th- count of three to one click. We're going to click our little button, get our couple of words, throw them at each other. Smash them together. Create a game design. Yeah. For about half an hour, 45 minutes. As we've done hundreds of times before. Hundreds. Let's do it. Fortunate gutter. Ooh. Ample waking. Mmm. So, gutter. I'm thinking bowling. Okay. I was going to say someone waking up in the gutter. Could be someone waking up in the bowling gutter. Yeah. With a bowling ball having hit their head. Well, this could be a good setup. <laughs> I'm almost picturing like a Stardew Valley-esque sort of thing, except you're like you wake up in a rundown bowling alley. Okay. And you're fixing it up. Mm. You know, the owner isn't making money on it anymore. They're getting old. They find you. Yeah. Like, they'll tell you that you... They, they found you in the in the gutter. You don't remember anything. But, you know, if you want to fix up the place, then it's all yours. Okay. And so, obviously, to get the lanes working better, you need good quality oil. You need mm-hmm. enough pins to actually go into the pin setter and, and do more than one lane. Yeah, you might need a few, like, gears and cogs and things to make the pin setter work properly. Uh, the the ball return, you know, needs needs some belts and all this sort of stuff. Yep. So, um, so how do you then go about crafting this stuff? Do you have to find blueprints for it first? Like, you maybe don't know how to, like, what you need to start with? Um, I think going with, you know... The idea that you said about Stardew Valley, I do like the idea of just going a little bit fantastical with it. So, you can, out the back, you can, like, plant a pin and you create a pin bush. And you can get okay. new fresh pins off the off the, off the the pin bush. <laughs> I do like the idea of just plucking bowling pins off of a tree. Yeah. And that's obviously that's obviously where pin, bowling pins come from. Yeah. And like, the bowling balls are like root vegetables. Yes. Yes, so so you they grow on vines, all like, all but they, like, they like grow pumpkins, yeah. yeah, pumpkins or watermelons or something. Okay, so you, yeah, you're essentially like gardening and building the, the, the necessary things to to 
re uh, revamp your bowling alley. Yeah, that's cool. And so maybe then you get you start getting your regulars in, and this is where we sort of bring in some of the 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 relationships with different people in town and. Yeah, and, you know, obviously, when you first start, it's sort of like, um, you know, some of the lanes are run down, I've got holes in them, you know, the, um, oh, bowling shoes, where are you going to get them from? You've got you to plant lots of bowling shoe plants as well, so that you can make sure that you have them nice and fresh. And Yeah, well, and I think, I mean, to a certain degree, I think we can still add in some crafting to kind of add some steps in there, so... Yeah, I mean, you've got to add a sole to the shoe, and the, the sole is the, the laces are, like, some sort of, you know, flower from some from a certain tree. Yeah. You know, almost like a, a weeping willow or something, that the leaves are these long yeah. shoelaces. Yeah. <laughs> and and you got you got to get little plastic caps and put them on the ends, otherwise, you know, they unravel. Yep. Yep. So, so while this is happening, you know, you start off and you've got this rundown place. Are people coming in and still playing? If they just don't pay as much or you can't put the prices up because- I kind of like, like the idea that They're not got, happy with the quality. You got like one team that plays league and okay. they they literally, they come in and they, they play a game, but they're the only people that actually come in and yep. they play on the one- lane that you've got that's still that's semi-functional still semi-functional it's it's got a couple of potholes in it but they're good enough that they can like go, go around, around, around yep. them yeah yep. doesn't stop them from getting their strokes although there there is one character and he plays in the league and he creates more potholes because what he does <laughs> is as he as he sort of like swings his arm down he stops uh-huh. right around the right around the leg and the oh, ball yeah. just goes flying out through the air nearly hitting the roof and landing down on the um on the alley yeah seems like a ridiculous way to bowl yeah ask me. It, it doesn't sound I've like never, anything that either one of us i've never seen anybody else in i've never while watching other people bowl i've never seen anybody do that so Whereas I have, I've seen someone do that. And you and I have been bowling a lot, so that's really yeah. weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I do. I do, I do like that idea, though, of the wear and tear on the lanes being based on, like, the stats or the styles of the different bowlers. So you, you do have to be a bit strategic about uh, who you assign to which lane at different points. It's like, oh, shit, if I put, you know... Hardball Jimmy on lane three, it's going to be fucked forever mm-hmm. because I haven't got around to reinforcing it yet and it's just going to get more and more damage. But you know, have to put him somewhere. But of course, if you manage to get a softball onto him, like, and it's sort of got that rubbery. Oh, you can change up the ball. You're- because you he said he was a hardball Jimmy. So what if no, you, what if you make him soft- uh, softball yeah. Jimmy? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a, some, like a conversation tree that gets him to change his ways. Or you, he gets hit in the head too many times with a hard ball. He realises that maybe a softball would be better. And as per, like, baseball rules, softball is just a little bit bigger. Uh, but no, I like those those sort of little character interactions and stuff, right? Like particular characters with, with particular sort of little different conversations you have with each of them. Okay, so that's... The start of the start of the game. 
yeah. as you go through and as you start in improving the services that you provide, you have to hire some more people because, you know, obviously you now need to need to run the refreshment stand and you now mm-hmm. need someone to service the arcade games and yep. like because the kids they they the only way that they're going to come in is if they can win lots of tokens and you know spend all their hard earned money yeah yeah and you got to grow you got to grow the tokens as well of course but it's like like berries on a blueberry tree all the little tokens you have to pick them off and- yeah i really I don't know. I see this as not quite a 2D thing like Stardew Valley, but maybe a um, that hybrid 2.5D sort of thing of you've got like the 3D characters on a 3D yeah. background, but it's from a single- Like a fixed, fixed, from a camera, fixed camera, angle. camera angle. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about that that just- I don't know, I like it. I almost, almost want to see some me's, as in M-I-I's, from- From, <laughs> from the Wii. From Wii. Every now and again, just come in and they're, and they're just, like, they're, they're just sort of floating <laughs> there and they just bowl and, you know. I mean, with Wii bowling being such a big thing, we, maybe we can get the Nintendo tie-in. Yeah. Maybe this is a Switch ex- exclusive. Yeah, could be. Could be. And then you get to play on your lanes in a Wii bowling style. Mm, there's mini like game. there's like that extra extra bowling mini game. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, cool. I like it. I, I love it a lot. All right, three, two, one, click. Long here. Clinical portability. Okay. So. Okay, this is cool. Long here made me think of being frozen in time. Right, because mm-hmm. we're here. But where it's but it, like well it's long the long here as a as almost a uh, you know um, phrase for meaning mm-hmm. this moment frozen in frozen in time and then clinical portability makes me think of some sort of portable time bubble thing freezing in time uh, and maybe it is used for surgeries and things or for like. Or even like battlefield medic in the future or something. They can like yeah. put up this time bubble so that they can fix someone up, sew someone up without being without. Well, basically, shot or, in between you know, in between their their heart beating one second and their heart beating the next second. It's sort of like it's yeah. that it's that one moment in time that is frozen, but it also means that if you've made like a, a big mistake in your in your surgical thing like you've got ample time to fix it but you you don't know whether you've whether you've hugged all the leaks until you just right until you restart it (laughs) yeah then if it it starts spraying like a sprinkler you know you're fucked okay so you're saying the person that you're working on is is not affected as such by the time thing in that you can move as much as you want they can't they can't. Okay, that's cool. Because what I, what is it, what I like about that is it, it then, you know, it sort of it it means that you can work on them without without fear of you know them bleeding out and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Although uh, having said that, like that is a cool mechanic. That could be an interesting mechanic, and and you could use it in some levels. It could also be interesting just that the time bubble or, or the device doesn't freeze you. 
Or does it like freeze the moment stock still? It slows it down so far. And so you've got a meter, which is like how long until their next heartbeat. And when that happens, and it could be a little bit stylized or whatever, but it's like, oh, they had a heartbeat and you see like, (laughs) you see a spray of blood. It's like, oh shit, missed that spot. All right. You know, and their, their, you know, their health level goes down. Cause I'm almost thinking a bit of, um, uh, trauma center or something like, you know, that sort of yeah. gamey kind of surgery. Scene. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I still remember the first time I ever played, you know, trauma center under the knife or whatever it was called. And it was on the Wii and it's like, oh yeah, you're doing all this stuff. Oh and, God, on the Wii. Yeah. And you're getting through and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I've saved this guy. And then all this glass starts erupting out of his skin out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's totally fucked. <laughs> it's like, take it out. Like, you know, yeah. disinfect and all this sort of stuff. And it was like so exciting um, going through all these different. Yeah. Well, I'm picturing this thing because you could do a really cool thing where, you know, because obviously I'm, I'm thinking of this as like a full 3D. You're on a battlefield whether it like it's a futuristic battlefield, perhaps. Ah, uh, you're on the front lines. You see someone go down. You you have to like run over, freeze them. There might be another fucking bullet like flying through the air after them or aiming at you or whatever. That's <laughs> okay. sitting there while you're <laughs> operating on them and you're having to like watch this happen and just to work as fast as you can. And thing is, it's Hamilton style that you actually see the person like tracking the bullet. <laughs> you see someone <laughs> holding it. Maybe you've got some like metaphorical vision mode or something. Yeah, I, what, what, what I what I think is this this is like um people realize that if you if you do this if you do this holding pattern sort of thing and someone's fired a bullet, you can't quite see, so they, they use, like, a holographic person, a la your Hamilton-style thing, so that you know where the bullet is at all times. You've just got Hamilton on the brain because you saw it last week. And you're going to see it this week. And I'm going to see it this week. <laughs> yes. It may be on my brain. Um, <laughs> but I but anyway, still like anyway. that idea. Okay. So, I'm going to say two words, or two letters, that is going to make this game all the better. VR. VR. (laughs) Just because- Yeah, I agree, actually. This could be really cool in VR. Just because Trauma Center gamified, like, not Surgeon Simulator silly. No, no. But more- Precision. Precision, but in an arcade-y sort of way. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you know, the paths that you have to cut and you, you know- Get scored it's essentially a- on how accurately you do it. You yeah, you've got you. You're doing your sutures. You do it. You're pulling things out. You know, with the grain essentially. <laughs> um, and I'm sure we can think of other. You know, through development, I'm, I'm just you come up with other ways. To you know, you frozen in VR. and it's like, okay, we're got another heartbeat coming up, and you see the little thing go, and it's like, yeah, it's just see rising, it rise and, and rise as, it, slow as it hits the top, that's when you see the, the blood, blood splurt out. Yeah. There must be a Surgeon game in VR by now. That isn't Surgeon Simulator. There's just Surgeon Simulator? Surgeon Simulator's in, in VR. Um, yeah, I guess I meant like a... A proper, like, trauma centre. Yeah, there's a, there is a game called Surgera. Surgera and there is something called... Sci- uh, 
Oh, no, I don't know what that is. Surgery quest? That looks terrible. That's a proof of concept. I'm just surprised. Hmm. I mean, I guess Surgeon Simulator is the go-to one now, but yeah, that's so silly. Like, I don't... I didn't actually like Surgeon Simulator 2. Hmm. I mean, I didn't really play the first one that much either, to be honest. Um, Look, I like the idea of it, but I also kind of think, eh, if I'm going to do this sort of stuff, then I want it to... It just gets too frustrating. It's yeah. So much of it is based around the lack of control over the physics and over the different things. Like, yeah, I, I want a surgeon game where it's, it is about precision, it's about skill, and you but can do well at it by doing what, well. What I love about this uh, time stop ability is that it gives you that time. Yeah. Like, well, it, even, it when you, you- even when you... Fuck up! Like you cut this person in half. You've you, got a way to get back. You've got a way to get back because you can, yeah. you know, you can bring you a can fucking sew, bone graft laser. You or can whatever. sew like, these things the, back together and so the like the, too, so. the veins back together and you know seal it with a with a laser and yeah yeah. I'm just imagining just being able to like do brain surgery with a laser and just cut oh God, yeah cut cut a little you know tumor out and. You know, then yeah. you have to pick it up with the tweezers. So, and- what what other situ- So, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, the front lines of a, of a war, and that's fine, except you're mostly going to have bullet wounds and, like, debris from explosions and stuff. How can we then bring in other types of things that we could do? Like, well, do you have to end up performing, like, you know, cancer removal, like trying to get the cancer out of the general or something, or you know, someone who who's high up. Why not? And yeah, and just just general general surgery things like, you know, the major's got appendicitis, so you've you've got to, you know, get in there and and take out that that inflamed appendage. <laughs> like, and I feel like I feel like this sort of game would then have some sort of new. Uh, affliction that adds pressure or adds a time. So, like, even though you're in the time bubble- Time rod. It, a- it runs so- oh, Okay, time rod. <laughs> yeah, okay, time rod. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking time rot is, is one of those things that if you leave them in for too long, you know, the parts within the bubble, bubble you know, they they get a little bit- You know, there could be some parts of, of the body outside- outside the bubble and therefore they're not getting the blood through and you've you've got that sort of time pressure of mm, yeah that could be interesting and and even then like it could turn out that you know people who have spent all this time within the bubble as in the medics could actually be in, uh, under a bit of pressure themselves in in the yeah, fact well, that you they're could actually add, you could add barriers there as well that like oh you're rich you've been you've been in too many time bubbles you're starting to like get out of sync or like see things that aren't there or whatever yeah Yeah, like a hamilton bullet time thing (laughs) (laughs) that's why the people are there you start you're hallucinating things to do when when you start the the game and you're going through you know the tutorial of the game which is literally it's like it's just your first surgery for the day it's a nice simple simple one of you know I'm I'm thinking that it's like you got flesh wound. You got a wake up call, and you, your tutorial is not not on the battlefield. It's uh, the general needs, you know, plastic surgery. 
Well, the the, the gen- I want bigger lips. <laughs> I don't feel like my lips are plump enough. So you gotta like use a laser to to cut the, cut the lips right open, yeah. and then yeah. just fill it full of like peanut packaging. <laughs> Do so my ass while you're in there. <laughs> I want buns. <laughs> and you don't get none unless you've got buns, hon. <laughs> exactly. Give me a big old carriage. Because <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> I like big butts and you can stop time. So put some stuff in my butt. um only had the first line what um is there anything else that we can we can add to this i mean i'm seeing even though we've said vr i'm thinking simplified sort of like not hyper realistic graphics no i don't think it's hyper realistic i think it's stylized stylized cartoony Cut! It's fucking Animal Crossing style. <laughs> it's like uber cartoony, chibi style. No, With no, I think fuckloads of blood. <laughs> and I mean, I, I was, I had kind of an anime style in mind, even though that's not what I tend towards, just because of Trauma Center. I don't know if you'd necessarily go that like full on classic anime style. I feel like that doesn't work well in VR anyway, because often. It works so much better in 2D. And I know mm. there's lo- lots of techniques for making it work well in 3D. But but no, I think just stylized, stylized 3D. Which we'll comes back to, to cell shading and that sort of stuff, which... And, uh, yeah, I mean... Cell shading is so hard to get working. I don't know why. I mean, it doesn't have to be actual cell shading. Or we, can just, we can just do a simpler 3D style, you know. Mm. But yeah, we'll leave it up to our art director. Awesome. Bill will will love that, so let's leave it with Bill. Our art director? Yeah. Yeah. Good old Bill. He's been with us since, since day one. We, yeah. ne- we never really talk about him. We haven't just- released any of his work, because we just keep... Moving. Every every week we've got new ideas. We can never finish anything. <sighs> Sorry, Bill. Maybe we'll get to get to him one day. Yeah, we pay him well. It's fine. He's, he's, he's comfy. Okay. Three, two, one, click... Allowed superiority. Web overhead. Ooh, okay. I mean, I'm kind of thinking overhead and superiority, our spider overlords. Yeah, well, spider, obviously, web, web brought me to spider. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's think of this world where spiders have become our overlords. Are yep. these, like, are these alien spiders of some, like, spider-like sentient spider-like aliens, or are they our Earth spiders who have somehow- I think this is a multiverse uh, where spiders just happen to develop psychic powers and become the dominant species on the planet. Uh, And we are the servants to to our spider overlords, and they do happen to be- We being humans. Okay. Okay. So, they're- they're evil because they obviously, you know, keep slaves, humans as slaves. Um, and no, they're not. Treat us like not, dirt. They're not evil. We just know that um, if they wanted to, because they're higher on the food chain, they could eat us. Well, yeah, but I mean, if they know we're sentient, 
and they're enslaving us, then they're essentially an evil civilization. So, uh, uh, human is humankind evil because we enslave pets and cats and dogs, and because that's what we are to them. Well, I don't think you could go quite that far of giving them that level of uh of sentience as far as the, as far as they're concerned that they, they are at the top of the food chain because the, there are the billions point, of them the point is that pets uh, do not have concerns in that way anyway we're not arguing about the morality of domestication versus slavery of sentient creatures are we are humans in this are they treated then though as domesticated animals I mean, and this is, a, I mean, they that's have not autonomy. Any, they, that's they, not actually any better, but they have autonomy. They can, they can go to work and they can do things. It's just that the choices that are, that are made for the good of the planet are not made by humans. <laughs> it's not making it any better. <laughs> um, it's essentially a spider supremacy, um, over other races. Uh, okay. I'm fine with this as long as we're fighting back against them in some way. Like, I'm not, um, I don't want this game to just accept that one race has superiority over another and that's okay. Like the game needs to have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is that this structure, a systemic problem. Okay. So your character down. wears a tinfoil hat, uh, which protects them from, from the, uh, like, you know, the fact that these spiders are, uh, are psychic and, and can actually, you know... So, when you say psychic, you say mind in control. Mind, mind control. Well, okay. not mind control, but mind suggestion. Mm. Like, they can suggest mm-hmm. that maybe you don't want to walk into the web and maybe you want to, you know, catch that fly and sort of usher it in towards the web. <laughs> just got, the whole thing is just they, they convince people to, like... Herd flies into their webs. <laughs> just got millions of people just with, with fucking fly swatters, and, and they reward them with oxytocin. They just pump and orgasms directly into their brain. They just give them orgasms, psychic orgasms from spiders. Psychic spider the orgasm. Best. There's the there's the episode title. <laughs> you want to click again no i want to bring down the spidriarchy <laughs> the spidriarchy the arach- okay. the arachniarchy oh and um crabs which are also arachnids i believe eight-legged scorpions. ones scorpions anyway. scorpions scorpions okay are. scorpions let's uh, go scorpions scorpions um and especially Just the one him. that says get over here um just empaths, yeah. Uh, oh, they're they're just they're just lovely. They're they're really great, and they're they're actually helping the humans overthrow the spiders because they don't okay. they don't like them uh, mainly because the webs just creep them out because it's coming out of their butt. Yeah, that's the only are, reason why they butts are meant for stingers. Yes, not webs. Yeah. Um, okay, so all the all the like you know problematic. Areas aside, yeah, 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 yeah. From a gameplay perspective, I do like the idea of fucking ziplining down webs and mm-hmm. 
It's just killing a platform game. Big, yeah. Killing big spiders. It's a platform game. Yeah. Yeah, or like a like an action adventure sort of thing. I'm, I'm picturing with makeshift. The two D or three D? Because I was three D. Okay, three D. I was picturing three D. Okay. I'm picturing this as like a big world. There's you're seeing like cities in the distance with just webs like between all the mm, okay. buildings and stuff and your billboards with like get your web cleaner here and you know yeah yeah web conditioner um spinneret uh, sharpeners sharpeners i don't know sharpeners <laughs> spinneret bidets <laughs> <laughs> but that, but you've got your makeshift makeshift weapons that are like all scorpion like because the scorpions are technologically yeah. advanced and help you build them very much so and uh shooting out you know venom and yeah. acid to kill these and spiders <laughs> yeah um and and when the spiders ask you what you're doing you you say oh i've got castellanets and I just just practice my, my flamenco. Weakness. And it's the spider's one weakness. They have to watch flamenco it's flamenco <laughs> dance. <laughs> you just got the flamenco button. <laughs> if you hold down the right trigger while you run, you flamenco there instead. Yeah, there's some chasses. There's some. Yeah, Trevor's got all the terms. He knows. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon that I reckon that's awesome. Like. The way that this actually continues on, and um, obviously, right at the end, you know, the the scorpions get their way, and and the spiders, uh, you know, sort of have their psychic powers uh, dulled down. Dulled, yeah, yeah. I think the scorpions help you create some sort of technology that floods the world with psychic frequencies that, like, that cancel out. Yeah. The cancel out or like the kind of like white noise that block it, block it all out to prevent them from uh, transmitting. Hmm. Uh, and then humans get their civil rights, yep. uh, become equal citizens to arachnids mm-hmm. and the arachniarchy falls. But because they are sentient and we know that now. Like, yeah, I mean, we still yeah. have to treat them with, you know, humanely. So therefore, like we 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 create a joint council of like arachnid and like there's there's like a supreme court that has you know part part spider part scorpion part human uh, like judges like there's equal yeah. equal amounts and they can all um, yeah as long as they don't get hijacked by a you know fifth leg. I'm trying to think what the right wing is for spiders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not going humans, are, into- humans are fucking bad. Like, they, they, need, going- they need to be, like, kept, yeah. kept, down, kept down a little bit more than-, than... We just need to ensure there's accountability for all. Yes. Hmm. Um... <laughs> uh, I, I, we can't finish there. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's right, go something- one more. Nice and quick. We'll one go, more quick one. We'll go a little bit quicker. Robust mill. Accessible mummy. Okay. 
Okay. So you said mill, and I had mummy on my screen, and I just, in my head, added an oof to mill, yeah, uh, which is a horrible term, milf, but. Uh, Mummy, I'd like to fuck. Especially with accessible <laughs> in there. I, I, my mind definitely went to a, like, Egypt's mm. mummy-based porn game. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't think we can end there either. So, let's, no. let's um, we won't have to click again necessarily, but. Three, two, one, click. Cool sect. Cool sect. <laughs> uh, unlucky continent. Okay, I'm going to say, rather than sect, it's going to be sector. As in, cool sector. Okay, just so we're not getting into, like, weird culty stuff. Yeah. Uh, That's fine. So, unlucky continent and the cool sector of the unlucky continent. Yeah. Is this this a continent? I don't know if it was, like, populated by teenagers or high schoolers, or they just all act like high school. Like, I'm I'm picturing the different sectors of this uh, continent being the different cliques in high school. Um, I mean- so you've got, like, Gothland, if, if, if Nerddom. I, if I thought of the most unlucky, like, continent, that would have to be Antarctica. And okay. it is pretty cool down there, like- Okay. So, so you're just saying we just set something on Antarctica. And Antarctica, and it's a cool sector. So, it's the coolest of the cool in, in the fact that clicky terms. You know, you've got pretty much all these people around the South Pole, and you're in the cool side of things, and you're about to host, like, the, the best mixer. No idea where you're going with this. All right, let me take it to a different direction based on that. It's the North Pole... And we're talking elves and the different cliques in Santa's elves. And you're in the, you're trying to get into the cool group. They get all the best jobs. But it's not a continent. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, it's close enough. (laughs) The reason why I was saying about like hosting a a mixer and all this sort of stuff, I was sort of thinking, you know, how in the thing, uh, there's like the different research bases around and all this sort of stuff, and they all get a all get attacked by the thing. What if they were all pretty close to close to each other, all owned by different companies, but they okay. just hosted a mixer to try and like get all the companies in together to to because they're all under a similar sort of situation. All right, let's uh, okay, and I'm jump I'm just jumping off this and shifting it slightly. You're at. A dinner party. Mm-hmm. It's more of a dinner party vibe. It is still what you're saying. It's like different companies, different um, people from these different Arctic stations. stations. Yep. Yep. And there is a very, the thing, like it's a tense, the thing like thriller mm-hmm. where you're trying to figure out whether it's an alien or whether it's just like there's some sort of saboteur or there's someone who is working against everyone else. And so it's this like, Dialogue-driven, emotional-driven, emotion-driven yeah. game where you're trying to figure that out. Yeah, and tempers are fueled, and you know lights aren't aren't going too well because you know they're flickering a bit. And yeah, and there is, and one of the people is a goth because like, oh, so bad. 
I mean, it makes they, it makes they, just, keep, they makes... just keep on talking about my chemical romance. It's like, yeah, and they are a chemist themselves. Yes, like that's why they're there. They think it's but, funny. Like it's it's how they got into chemistry. Like they they have a they they'd like to say that they have an actual romance with mm. chemistry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they when they brought out the hydrogen peroxide and you know started making out with it, it just it got a bit weird. Yeah, well, that's just like a, they use that as a bit of prop comedy for the joke to make the, to sell the joke. It's really awkward. Everyone hates it. Um, but that's just that's just hiding the fact that they they really want everyone to like them. It is Chekhov's hydrogen peroxide, though, because it does come up later that you have to use that to like prove whether or not you've chosen the right person. Because it turns out that hydrogen peroxide, uh, it just putting onto the skin, you know, this this person, uh, this thing uh, is allergic to it. Yeah. 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 They actually grow lots of hair if they get mm. hydrogen, uh, exposed to hydrogen peroxide. But that's literally all that happens. Like, there's, there's no weird alien thing about it. It's just that they've, they've got an allergic reaction to it. Like, yeah. And when I say lots of lots of hair, I mean like Fabio locks. Yeah, just straight, straight out of the arm, like out of the arm, out of wherever it's poured. There is a mini game where you just get to like choose where to pour. <laughs> um, and at the end, they just they just look like cousin Nit from um, from the Adams family, and yeah. Well, that's it because they actually you somehow convinced them to go and try and bleach their hair. You're like, you look really good, blonde. Uh, and is it a? Point and click adventure sort of thing with dialogue puzzles and stuff. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> you've got a few different rooms. You've got people in different rooms who are having conversations you can join in on and relationships shift across the course of the game. Cool. Well, that's about all the time that we have for tonight. That's it. We're going to finish up there. So if you'd like to find our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. And check them all out. Most of them are longer than this one. Uh, Except for some at the start where we put bit drizzle on them and, and yeah. 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 When- we've, we've done short ones before, but for the most part, they're about an hour long. Check them out. There's plenty of games in there. Uh, if you're a prospective game developer trying to figure out what should I build next, go and listen to some. There's actually some really good ideas in there. Uh, and let us know if you do, because we'd love to see them come to life. Hmm. Uh, and if you like the music that we play at the start and end of each of our episodes, that song is called Mount Defiance. It's off the album Containment Failure by the band Kuradust. Go to kuradust.bankhand.com and you'll find that album and a few others there. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. I, for one, would like to say that... I admire our spider overlords, and I will, of course, do anything they say. Put your tinfoil hat on, Trevor. You're being influenced. Fuck the arachnids. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck the arachnids. <laughs>